does it? What's up, nerd geeks and gamers alike? It's your boy, Nerdy Nick, back with best friend Josh. What's up? <laughs> On an unsuspected best friend Josh, might I add. <laughs> I just started pressing record right away, so he had no idea. <laughs> Anyways, we are coming to you from the spookiest month of all, October 2nd, 2022. It is a Sunday. Had a lot of good old NFL going on today for those of you who are into it. Season's been pretty crazy so far, so that's been awesome. Yeah, we just watched a Brady Bunch lose. Yeah, sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But uh, anyways, what's up, man? What you been up to? Uh, same old, same old. I know it sounds boring. Same freaking, same old, same old every podcast, but... Nothing wrong with that. You know, the way the table is set up right now, it looks like it's set up for the podcast. Why? Well, we've got a pumpkin spice candle right there on top of a stack of two video game Monopoly games. We've got Pokemon cards and MetaZoo cards. And then on top of the printer that's behind the laptop, we have just so um, coincidentally placed Two pumpkins, one that is, uh, they're, they're foam. They're foam pumpkins. Foam. Foam. But uh, one is black that has a white ghost on it, and then one is orange that has a black um, jack-o'-lantern face yeah. carved into it. And then we also have a uh, uh, Frankenstein's monster um, rubber ducky. Does it make a noise? Nope. No. <laughs> but it's right there. And then... Our mic is on a uh, My Hero Academia collectible card game box. Yep. Looks like we're properly set up. Great, we're missing something. Oh, in the background behind you is the fucking console boxes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And I also have this, um, this box here. of uh, It's a Pokemon trading card game. Sword and Shield Lost Origin Booster Bundle. So it's a box that includes six booster packs. So basically, you know, you it's I think you, you really get five. You pay for five, get one free. Because it was like twenty-four bucks. Oh and yeah. if each pack is like four seventy-nine or whatever, it kind of roughly turns yeah. out to one being free. So I was like, fuck it, I'll take it. It's not bad. Yeah. Haven't opened it yet, just because you know I need to get this out in the air. I have all my my games and goodies and pickups and comics, and I've got so many sealed packs of cards and um, and whatnot that I've been meaning to do like a video on. Like, hey, this is what I've gotten lately. How have you guys been? Let me show off some of my collectibles and get a conversation going. I just haven't really had time to. You know, so. Oh, so you're thinking about doing that as well? Yeah, and now I'm like, am I really ever going to do that? Gotta get on it. Oh, I'm starting to think probably not. <laughs> I'm starting to think I just might not, you know, unless I just miscellaneously do a live stream out of the fucking blue and be like, whoever watches, watches, and guess what? I'm going to show off all this shit I got. You know, or you can wait like a year later and like show off like an entire room of stuff that you think. dude ain't nobody gonna be watching that. <laughs> there ain't gonna be no way I'll have viewers after the first three minutes. 
Like, look at all these things. These did you imagine? Games. Did you imagine, bro? Like me talking about a game and recording game footage for every single game that I have acquired over the last year. It's gonna be like a twenty-hour video. Yeah, fuck that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that no, that would take way too long to do. I don't even think my PC would be up to the challenge. <sighs> I did get Scream on VHS though, appropriately timed. I got it on a on a Friday, which would be like what the thirtieth. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of what games I've been playing. I don't think I man for the first time I got second Mario Party. Ha <laughs> ha. That's right. Yeah, dude, and I lost by one star or like one or two points. I can't remember. I think it was like one or two coins because I had the same amount of stars that Wario did. But I think it was like two coins. Were, yeah. you, playing, were you playing against the... It was, it was like me and Brittany and the uh, CPUs, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. It was like not my night either, dude. I had to really like win every fucking uh, mini game I could, you know? And then I ended up using a boo to steal... A star from one of the other CPUs. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ended up with four stars, though. Not bad. Yeah, it wasn't, bad. Bad. It wasn't too bad. Um, you know, it's more Splatoon. Uh, I don't really think I played much Fortnite this week. I was just about to ask that. Yeah. I don't even know if I did any at all. I don't think I did one match this whole week. It's like a, I'm coming off a drug or something. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, I know. I was just busy with work and stuff. And, like, that's the thing, too, man. If I'm not working, at, like, like, like work, work, I'm working at home. Oh. You know, I'm scheduling appointments or invoicing. <sighs> Excuse me. Or fucking cleaning this place got a vacuum like once a day at least with this damn dog yeah we're gonna wane hey looks like he's starting to actually get into that rope bro no i need to take your rope away now because you're starting to eat it i'm not i'm not fixing to pull some thread out of your butthole <laughs> It is so gross, dude. Like seeing Brittany, like, because like she'll just do it right away if she sees it. She's like, ah, I'm on it. And Jeez. yeah, she'll just pull the like hair or thread right out of his butthole. Yeah, it's so gross, dude. I remember one time I had a dog when I was a kid, and it swallowed a uh, uh, answering machine tape. <sighs> so for those of you who don't know what an answering machine is. <laughs> which I highly doubt anyone doesn't know that listens to this show, but, um, <laughs> in case. yeah, in case, uh, for all you in our demographics that are zero through 17 years old, uh, answering machine used to, um, allow someone who called you and after a certain amount of rings that you didn't pick up, it would allow you to leave a message, which we now call a voicemail, but this was on a machine. See, so the machine would pick up the phone on the last ring, play your 
your message to whoever is calling you and then record their message on a very small tape. Well, somehow my dog ended up getting that very small tape, ate it, and had tape ribbon flying out its butthole. So it had like two tails. Oh, God. Yeah. And I remember my dad just being like, who the fuck let the dog get to the tape? You know, or whatever. And I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just out here in the backyard, you know, playing fucking imaginary aliens and shit. Well, uh, they, the dog was having a real alien come out his butt. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, the aliens probed the dog, dad. I don't know. <laughs> they tried to see if they could put the tape in backwards. They were somewhat successful. <laughs> they just didn't want to get get too far involved. <laughs> Some would say things are better left undone. My God! <laughs> oh, spitting out the dad jokes today, huh? Yeah, a little bit of Austin Powers uh, humor. So, what about you? Been playing anything? Besides uh, Borderlands? I've been hopping off uh, on and off on... Uh... Your mom. <laughs> Your mom. Sorry, I had to. Oh. You gotta admit, that was pretty quick. Yeah. That was pretty quick. Yeah, that's not what she said. Oh, got you again, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, I'll, All get right you, yeah. I'll get you, baby. Don't worry. All right. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, on Titanfall 2. On PS4? PS5. You can play PS4 games on PS5. I'm sorry. I forgot you had a PS5. Jesus Christ. We got them the same day. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I also thought for some reason that Titanfall was a uh, Xbox. The I think <clears throat> Titanfall 1 was, but Titanfall 2 is... Uh, you know, multi-platform. Yeah, I think Titanfall, because I know Titanfall was a um, a launch game, but I think it was like a time exclusive. I don't think it was always exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because okay. I think that one was a free-to-play or something like that? It was multiplayer? It was only? just multiplayer online. Yeah. Which was stupid, because it's like, why do you, how are you going to expect me to hop into this game without any lore or anything? You know, at least like Overwatch has exterior lore and whatnot. Yeah, I mean they, they fixed that in the second one. You know, with some gameplay. Yeah, there's I a mean, story mode in that story one. Story mode, yeah. Which actually turned out to be pretty good. It's EA, right? Um, EA is like the one who funded it, but it's another uh, respawn, I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Respawn under EA. So okay. the servers are still open. Yeah. Wow. A lot of people still play. Yeah, it took you a while to get into a match or no? At first, yeah, because it was kind of like wonky. Because yeah. the servers don't get like the attention that they used to get. Right. So sometimes I'd have to like join like... Because you could join... Like people pop up and say, oh, they want to do a private match type thing. Okay. Or you can wait for a public server. Yeah. So like I'd have to join a private match first <laughs> to be able to get into a public server. It was weird. Okay. But once I got into that public uh that public server, yeah. I could get into any match I wanted. Okay. Pretty much. So but it does it takes no longer than like thirty seconds to join a match. Okay, wow. Yeah. 
Hey, excuse me. <laughs> Man, I see why people still play it. Oh, it's... damn, it's only 9.30 and I'm already fucking yawning and shit. Whatever. Man. I know, dude. Man, I see why people still play it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It, um... I played it for a little bit when I had a Gamefly subscription. It was, like, way back. Um, actually, when I used to work at Park Place. When I, uh, partially it's... tore my LCL. Wait, they still had Gamefly back then? Yeah. I thought they got rid of Gamefly a while back. I'm pretty sure it's still around, dude. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But, uh, that's, like, when I played Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. And binged through that shit because I was just in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't really move or anything, so... I played Titanfall 2 for a bit, and um, I think Doom broke my controller because when I, I sent the game out and then got the next one in, because it'll send you like random games in your queue at whatever order they can. Yeah. Um, I got Titanfall 2, and my right thumbstick got stuck to the right. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck is this you know so i tried swapping out controllers and my other controller um was wired and the wires decided to just give up that day huh. yeah so you so barely got to really try I it out bar- i barely got through the tutorial before shit it was just like unplayable oh, but it looked cool <laughs> it's really cool it's really fun yeah although when i play apex legends because Apex Legends, you know. Let's just say it, say it right. Apex Legends. Legends. Yeah. <laughs> the right. way you were going to say it. <laughs> it's Hispanic Heritage Month, dude. Oh, fuck that BS. <laughs> September 15th through October 15th. We're all proud of you, you beaner. I hate that shit. <laughs> Same people who created that are the ones who created Latinx or Latinx. What's that? Instead of putting Latino or Latina, they put Latin, Latin, and then X. Why? To be inclusive. What? Because you know how it's you know oh it's you know it's a gender crap. They think they say it's sexist. No. I know exactly. It's not. <laughs> it's the language. No, I mean I didn't know. That's why I'm saying no. I have no idea. Oh yeah, yeah. Same people created Latin. I mean, Hispanic heritage are probably the same people that created that word. So like Latin X. It's supposed to be Latinx, but... Latinx? Yeah. But I, I say Latinx, because that's basically what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Latinx. It's like... Like, trying to be fucking accepted in, you know, the school for the fucking gifted goddamn Charles Xavier shit. Yeah, I don't know. We are Latinx. Shink! <laughs> Your claws come out. Well, for them, it's not claws. It's fucking longer nails. <laughs> Yeah, I can talk. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not busy at work. Oh, man. But yeah. Fuck that shit. So you're saying... Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you knew Apex... Uh, Legions? Legions. Yeah. Legions. What about it? Legions sounds more French. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Fuck the French, dude. Fuck them. Oh but yeah, I don't know if you know that it was actually, you know, like, technically... Right after Titanfall 2, like, story-wise. Oh, it's connected? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I played Apex Legends for, like, a day. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either, dude. It was really weird. I mean, I played it... 
maybe right after Modern Warfare came out. The remake. Hmm. So it wasn't like right when it came out, but it wasn't too late after it came out. Yeah, no, I, I, I tried it way later too, like after all the updates and all that crap. Yeah. You know, it was a few months ago actually. Yeah. Still didn't like it. Yeah, there's one game, uh, one free to play. Um, I forgot what they call them, like hero shooters or uh, like whatever Overwatch is. I think it is a hero shooter or something like that. Yeah, and there was one that was a free to play. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of it now. Valorant? No. It was another one. And um, I played as this one, like, Spaniard guy. And he had a shield and, a, like, a lance. The fuck? Or, um, yeah, like, wh- what are those things dudes use when they, um, uh, God, what is it called? When horse, you're, you're on horses and you're on opposing ends of, like, a, a fence. And you run to each other, like, on the horses. Oh, God. Dude, my mind's drawing a blank on Dude, so much shit right now. Oh, shit. I was going to say Lansing? I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> no, right? I got to Google it. Sorry, listeners. We're apparently stupid as fuck today. It's not just today. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, what is it called? I'm going to feel so stupid, dude. I'm going to feel so dumb. <laughs> what are you typing in, like, medieval games? Jousting. Jousting. Yep, yep. He had, like, a joust thing. But it was oh. f- lit a flame. Oh, gosh. What is it called? Um, but, yeah, he, he was basically, like, a Reinhardt. Um, from uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, Reinhardt. Well, like, so I I played Overwatch. Um, I think I got the year, or no, Game of the Year edition, because, you know, back then buying a new game was very rare for me because someone didn't allow me to buy new games mm-hmm. with my money that I earned. Um, so <clears throat> I actually. Marcy convinced, helped me convince, you know who, to let me get the new game. Because it was on sale for $30. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, feel bad for two reasons. One, you had to have somebody convince her. Paladins! That was the free-to-play oh, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 there we go. Paladins. That fucking makes sense. Mm-hmm. A yeah. guy, a jousting fucking last yeah. thing. Yeah, so I played that one a lot, uh, way before I ever played um, Overwatch, because I didn't have to pay for Paladins. True. You know, but then I quit Paladins, went to uh, Overwatch, played that for a while, then went back to Paladins, and the whole system changed. So it became more of like a pay-to-play kind of game, or pay not pay-to-win, but everything was locked. Like, even the characters I used before were all locked away, and... Yeah. That's yeah. basic that's basically pay to play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like funny. you had like one or two characters unlocked. Instead of how it was before we had like five. Was it one of those things where you had you had to like progress to unlock the other ones or it was straight up pay That's to how play? it used to be. Oh, but then they switch over to straight up you gotta pay to unlock these. Yeah. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. 
And the game mechanics are pretty cool too because you would be able to ride in on a, like a horse or something. Like if you were far from the objective, you would spawn with like a fucking horse, like armored up and everything. Hmm. And you could attack from it and shit too, and it would get you to the objective faster. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How do we get here? It's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I'm talking about Overwatch and Paladins now. Oh wait, okay, because we were talking about Apex Legends. Yeah. I was talking about how we I was playing in Titanfall. Latinx. And Latinx. Latinx. Yeah, bless you. <laughs> Latinx. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how else we got here. I, I don't know. Yeah. All I'm going to say is I'd rather be called a beaner or spick than, <laughs> than a Latinx. <laughs> fucking Latinx sounds like some fucking Pokemon or something. Yeah, it does. It literally does. I mean, yeah. I know I'm, I'm saying it wrong, quote unquote, but it's basically what it is. Latinx, I choose you, Holmes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> God, Latinx. Y viva burrito también. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. That, that's the fucking, you know, the Pokemon sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it, what if Latin, Latinx was just like, like a ghastly head, right? But you don't see the eyes all that much because <laughs> oh they're kind of closed, right? It's you... like, I'm tired, senor. Right? Oh, I thought you were going with like the whole like beanie look. Oh, well, I guess it could look like that. Hold on. And then you just see this giant fucking, like, um, what do they call it? Like salt and pepper mustache. You know, like a giant one. Oh, yeah. And then it's got a fucking sombrero. And you just see, like, two hands and pistols floating. With, like, an ammo belt across the head. You know, it's like... Hey, Nintendo. Ay, 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 ay. Have you taken this idea? Oh, my God. (laughs) Have you taken this idea... We want our royalties. Yeah. It could be literally like part um, psychic type or ghost, whatever. And then it could also be like part fire type because one of it's like, like, cause you know how you can give your Pokemon like fruits and, and whatever else. Mm-hmm. If you give him like a spicy fruit, he could like breathe fire. Like if it was like a jalapeno. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And you call it a, uh, um, uh, talkie thrower, or like, like talkie breath, and it's just like, oh my god, you know, talkie tactics. We're gonna get canceled for this shit. Oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the people overseas don't even fucking get it, anyways. No offense, guys. Cheers to you in Iceland and Italy. I- Italy and was it UK and. Fuck, there's another one I know. I don't remember. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I guess uh, that's been What's Up. <laughs> oh, I hate my stupid laugh sometimes because I hear it so much louder in these goddamn headphones. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know, you get to hear how you sound. I, I don't. Yeah, well, you sound the same. I think it's just one of those things when you hear yourself, you're like, I really sound like like stupid you know yeah i don't know it's like one of those things where like you're, yeah. you see your video recording of you oh like, i hated that dude you're like you're like oh why do i sound like that dude i had a video camera f- 
for uh, I got a video camera for Christmas, either sixth or seventh grade, because mm-hmm. my parents knew like I wanted to make videos and shit. I mean, obviously, well before YouTube, this like two thousand three, two thousand, yeah, about two thousand three. Um, the video camera used like little tapes. You know, it was it was before digital cameras were a thing yet. Yeah, and um, I would hear myself over these fucking you know tapes or whatever. Like I I do like skate videos or you know uh, do a little Monty Python skits. Oh my! God. You know, and then we me and my buddies decided to make a show called Dipshit, which was Jackass. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me yeah. about that. Yeah, and, you know, like run through the fire pit from the backyard. You know, whatever. Throw yourself as hard as you can into the travel trailer. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I hated the way I sounded all the time. I was like, you sound like such a fucking douche. And now here I am, recording my voice for all of you to hear internationally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll... Take a break and come back. All right. Go after your fucking lucky charms. What's up? And we are back from our quick break with actually some really good Q&A this week. So, best friend Josh, off to you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chad. (laughs) All right. So the first Freaking question. Malibu Barbie over here. Because <laughs> he passed it off to me like as though it was some kind of like news anchor. <laughs> well, thanks, kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first question comes from Jim. Jim asks, what do you think it would take for AEW to get more mainstream interest outside of the hardcores? Well. That's a. It is a good question. Oh, yeah. So, bless you. (laughs) So, yeah, and that's the thing. So, for those of you who listen who aren't our typical pro wrestling, you know, viewers and fans, um, you know, AEW is a separate pro wrestling company that is in indirect, but also kind of direct competition with WWE. You know, there's other great wrestling promotions out there like GCW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, AAA, and whatnot. But in the States, what gets the most attention is those wrestling promotions that are on cable TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, So AEW is the modern-day WCW, meaning it's a bigger um, promotion. It is on the Turner Networks, just very much how WCW was. the thing is, with AEW, they started up with a lot of indie guys and gals, and a lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling guys and gals, and Ring of Honor guys and gals. Some people say Ring of Honor is indie, some people say it isn't. Ring of Honor did have pay-per-views, but it, I don't think it had like a regular cable show, Yeah. if I'm not, I mean, I never really, I'm not going to pretend here and sit like, and say, oh yeah, I, I knew CM Punk and, and Brian Danielson when they were in Ring of Honor in twenty you know twelve. Like yeah. I had no idea what Ring of Honor was back then, because back then I knew what WCW was and I knew it wasn't around. I knew ECW, 
was, and I knew it wasn't around, and I knew WWE was around. You know, that's what I knew. But um, it started off as like a uh, like a bet, really. You know, this uh, you know wrestling uh, talking head said, you know, no indie house, no no indie promotion will ever sell out a house. And Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks said, want to bet? And they did all, was it all in? Or all yeah, out? Yeah, it was all in. Because now they do all out. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking naming conventions. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they did that. And they didn't do it as AEW presents all, all in. Mm-hmm. It was just all in. And it was in the promotion and you had a bunch of indie wrestlers new japan guys etc uh, ring of honor was still around at you know at that time before they shut down during covid because when ring of honor shut down during covid they didn't like necessarily shut down but in one day they let their entire roster go damn yeah they let their entire roster go and from there it was like oh fuck these guys are either going to go out of business or sell and that's exactly what happened. That's how AEW bought Ring of Honor. Anyways, um, long story short, AEW doesn't necessarily have the following that WWE does because AEW has only been around three years. And the, the competitors in AEW are ex-WWE talent ex-New Japan talent, ex-Indie talent, and so on and so forth. It's it's very rare that you find, like, a uh, uh, Jade Cargill, the women's TBS champion. Mm. She has never had a pro wrestling career outside of AEW. She is, like, a true, true homemade talent. Uh-huh. Um, but then you also have people like Sting in the company, right? Yeah. And Sting's been around for years. He's been to Japan. He worked for WCW. He worked for WWE or WWF, WWE, um, Impact, TNA, you know, the works. Um, so AEW really likes to pride themselves on being like a real sports centered wrestling promotion rather than WWE, which is more like. Look at all this big and shiny stuff, and look at all of this uh, over-the-top shit, you know? And yeah. none of our, our, our matches make any sense because we don't have rankings, and whoever wants a match can just have a match, and whoever wants to be next for the title can be next for the title. Or as it's, as they, how they say it, they're sports entertainers, uh-huh. which is there to entertain. Yeah, but I will give it to WWE. Since Vince McMahon has resigned and Triple H took over and then got promoted to take over even more, they are now referencing outside companies, like indie companies. And they are referencing themselves as not just sports entertainers, but professional wrestlers. Because before, they used to be called sports entertainers or superstars. Those That was the only two things that they were allowed to say oh, when wow. Vince was there. And if you were to refer to the fans, it was... WWE Universe, not the WWE fans or fans or ticket holders or whatever. It was the WWE Universe, which like, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It kind of helps include the fans into the 
whatever story they want to try a to little say. bit but it makes it sound like almost a little bit maniacal to think that like your wrestling promotion is the only wrestling promotion yeah. in the world you know what i mean yeah um jericho's uh group the jericho appreciation society such a dumb name they will i know i know but their whole shtick is making fun of the corporateness that was and still slightly is wwe so like last friday they did a um was it friday or wednesday i can't remember but they did like a uh jericho appreciation society party for jericho since he won the ring of honor world championship mm-hmm. so now he's the ocho is what he calls himself because he's won eight different titles in his career and he has no problem like referencing wwf wwe in his promos on aew mm-hmm. which is cool because it's like you you're not going to pretend like they're like they don't exist they're their competition yeah you know and friendly poking here and there is i think good for competition i like it oh yeah um but <laughs> When his group acknowledges or um, uh, brings up the crowd, they'll say, AEW Galaxy. <laughs> you know, they'll say that shit to poke fun at, you know, the WWE Universe. Okay, I can respect you know, them for that. Yeah, and you know, like Roman Reigns, uh-huh. you know, his whole shtick is like, acknowledge me. I am the tribal chief. I am the, the you know, uh, undisputed WWE, you know, universal champion acknowledge me that's like his thing right okay yeah (laughs) so like (laughs) jericho's group is all you know um saying shit like aw universe appreciate us oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) so they're doing little rubs and digs you know which i think is great and i think it's fine you know in general i kind of don't like that group but Mm -hmm. Well, I love, no. I fucking love Matt Menard though. He's the one that um is just like a fucking rabid dog. <laughs> as uh, Daddy Magic is his name in oh, the group. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say is like you know, even though I don't really like them as a group, mm-hmm. I can appreciate stuff like that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, their gimmicks. Yeah. I did like Jericho's group better off when they were the inner circle. That was when they had like the vests, and they were more like fuck with us we're like almost like a gang you know like i, I like even back then i didn't like him that much but i yeah. still respected them a lot more. right you know yeah. like, I, I respect them as a group but then when they became Jer- uh the jericho appreciation society yeah. i was kind of like uh, yeah uh, no the epitome of sports entertainers <laughs> that's good right mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I guess to get back to fucking Jim's question, um, <laughs> right. What, what do I think AEW needs to do to get more of a mainstream audience? Number one, I think they need to promote more of the women's division, which seems like that's what they're doing right now. Um, the women's division in AEW, I thought was like pretty good at first, you know, but, and, and you got to take all what I say with like fucking grain and pinch of salt because AEW has been around for three years okay one of those one and a half of those years was during a worldwide fucking pandemic okay and then like (laughs) the rest of it you kind of go through um contracts expiring and stuff right yeah 
and so on and so forth. So it's like they really never they got like one foot off the ground, but they never got to be able to take that next appropriate step forward. And I think a lot of people forget that. And like AEW is the most criticized wrestling promotion that's ever walked the face of the earth. Really? Really. If you um the IWC, which is what we call the internet wrestling community, you will see without a doubt extreme tribalism. Either pro AEW or pro WWE. Oh, there's like there's no one that's in the middle that's like, hold up. Let's just appreciate that pro wrestling is a fucking thing and that we get to enjoy it for the most part for free. Oh yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's either Oh, AEW is way better, or WWE, you know, the fucking Fed. That's what, that's what people call uh, WWE is, like the Feds, you know, <laughs> because they're so corporate and shit, you know? Oh, that's great. Yeah. But um, I think so many people just forget that it was an infant company that got submerged into the fucking hellfire. And had to survive. They, ha- I don't even think they had like a real strong TV deal yet before mm-hmm. COVID happened. I mean, and then they were doing empty arena shows. And all of a sudden, this promotion that had come out and hit the gates real fucking hard, real strong. They're, like, the first AEW Dynamite that premiered um, had like over a million viewers. Which is fucking amazing what you want for your wrestling promotion, right? Mm-hmm. Um and you have all these storylines that, because AEW likes to do long, um, long-term storytelling, which is fucking fantastic, and it mm-hmm. always pays off in the end because it always plays off, you know, with a huge pay-per-view, right? Mm-hmm. So, you have all these stories that you're so excited to tell over the next year and a half, year, two years, even, and then a fucking global pandemic comes and knocks on your fucking door and says, "Guess what?" not happening i mean because when you really put it into perspective not only is it a young company Mm -hmm. fucking only three years yeah and not only did they survive a fucking major pandemic Mm -hmm. that shut down a fuck ton of small companies yeah like or companies that were just starting up as well yeah it's like they survived all that and they fucking made it big survive Dude, like, I mean, like, for real, they're yeah. pretty fucking big. Like, yes, a lot of it is because it's, you know, hardcore wrestling fans, but that's how you start off first. Yeah. You got to accept the, you got to bring in the the big fish first before you can get in the little fish. Right. Like, their very first champion was Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho is one of the biggest r- pro wrestlers in the, ent- and, and he's not a sports entertainer. He's a pro wrestler, okay? And he is one of the biggest pro wrestlers. And, like, so the the first match for that belt was Chris Jericho versus Hangman Adam Page. A lot of people were upset that Hangman didn't win. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lie to you. When I saw the match on pay-per-view, I was like, who's Hangman Adam Page? Because I wasn't familiar with New Japan. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew, like of new japan but i didn't know all the guys in it. i didn't know what the bullet club was i'm sure i've seen i've seen the fucking t-shirts and shit i've seen them do the two sweets and stuff but i had i was like who the fuck is hangman 
So AEW had every right to put the belt on Chris Jericho to garner more attention, right? Yeah. You know, sure, people can say like, oh, yeah, like, I'd be curious to invest in this company who's Hangman or whatever. Wow, he's riding in on a fucking horse. This shit's fucking crazy. You know, but it's like, are people going to go with what's new or what's familiar? What's familiar? That's what's going to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can, there can be like a brand new grocery store built right next to your apartment complex and say there's another one that's that's already been right next to yours. You might visit that new one, but more often than not, you're going to go back to the one that you know that's that's familiar. Yeah. Because you know where all shit's at, right? Like, you, you know what's good. And that's the same thing with pro wrestling. It's the same thing with anything, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, his question, though, when, when you bring it back to the question, is uh-huh. I'm trying to attract you. Right. So, you know, it's... Like, the it's mainstream. Gonna, it's gonna, there's going to have to be a balance of attracting what, you know, people are used to. Like yeah. People, like, old school fans right. and attracting new. Yeah. So, that's what I was saying, like, with the women's division. Yeah. You know, um, I think they need to push their women's group it's called the uh aew heels it's a website it's basically i think it's like a forum for female fans Mm -hmm. where they can just go and and not have to worry about you know dickheads on the um you know internet wrestling community and it just be them chicks talking about aew wrestling and stuff i think they need to push that a little bit more at the same time in tandem with pushing the women's division they're doing that. They've brought um, Paige. I don't know if you know who she was from um, WWE. Mm-hmm. Now um, she's going by her, her birth name, Soraya. Uh, Soraya. Soraya. Yeah. It's S-A-R-A-Y-A. But, um, oh. yeah, I'm trying to remember how, like, she said it on Twitter. She's like, it's pronounced the, 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 you know. Soraya, maybe? Soraya. Soraya. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. Uh, I'll have to look it up again. But anyways, um, she started like the woman's revolution in WWE. Back then, they still had the Divas belt. That was like the big butterfly and all that. And she was like, no, fuck this, dude. Like her her very first night in WWE, she won the belt. And then shortly thereafter, um, all of a sudden, you see like brawn panty matches go away. And women's wrestling taken seriously again and stuff. <laughs> She unfortunately hasn't wrestled since I think like 2017 or or so because of a neck injury oh. that like retired her. And Damn. she's really young too. She's like Britney's age, Ooh. like 26, 27. And um, she made a debut at um, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam two oh. weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, her boyfriend is actually the lead singer of Falling in Reverse, Ronnie Radke. What? Yeah. Yeah, they've been together for a long time. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. It's a wild combination. Yeah. And um, their song, Zombified, I don't know if you've heard it. Um, mm, so. That's her walkout song now, so it's pretty cool. It works out pretty well. Um, <laughs> but I think pushing the women's division in a legitimate manner needs to happen. Absolutely. Um, I want to see more than one than one women's match on my two hour wrestling program every Wednesday. Hmm. And I don't want to see it after the second hour. I want to see dynamite open with a women's match the same way a men's match happens because AW has a bloated roster and there are so many men and so many women 
within that company that deserve their fair uh, shine in the light. Hmm. Um, and there's a lot of AEW uh, home talent that were like day one signees that have kind of dwindled away in in um, in in the way to make room for ex WWE talent or ex New Japan talent or whatever. And I'm like, let's kind of bring some of these motherfuckers back. But remember like, like you how you said that um people are going for what's familiar? Yeah. They probably know that. And maybe True. that's why. But I also feel like sometimes Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, mm-hmm. looks at free agents and goes, Ooh, shiny new toy. Ooh, shiny new toy. Ooh, shiny new toy. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool, you signed him, what's the plan? I don't know, but I know I have them and I know Triple H doesn't. You know? Yeah. Like he uh, admitted this week in an interview, like he had no idea or plan on what to do with Ring of Honor after he bought it. He just knew he needed to buy it so WWE couldn't have it. Which, I will admit, even though he had no plan for it, safest thing to do for Ring of Honor. Because all WWE would have done is pick and choose what they want to keep from Ring of Honor and throw it on their um, their channel on Peacock. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't try to revive that company and give it a new TV deal or anything because it would be it would be direct competition to them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, women's the women's division needs to be taken seriously. I need to see something happen with the trios division. It's a new division. They the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega won the belts. We all know what happened from all out. We all know the fallout from it. We've talked plenty of it here. And then now it's the death triangle that's champions. Okay, cool. Fantastic. I need to see this this uh, division develop. And I need to see it being taken just as seriously as the singles division is. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I need the rankings to fucking matter again. Because, like, the FTR, they've been ranked number one since April, but haven't had a tag team um, uh, tag team match, like, mm-hmm. championship match this whole year. And these are the dudes who are, like, IWGB, like, New Japan tag team champs, AAA tag team champs, Ring of Honor tag team champs. They have all these belts consecutively. But nothing going on. But nothing going on right now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, we need... Like, I loved it. I loved it when AEW first started. And, like, every Friday, they would publish the rankings and put them on the internet. And you're like, fuck. This is fucking cool. I'm seeing wins and losses under the, the wrestler's, you know, headshot mm-hmm. and the name. Like, and what rank they're in. Like, it's fucking cool. Bring that back. I think AEW needs to come back to... What they started off with? Yeah, like real life, like like sports, you know? With a tad, of course, you know, the sports entertainment stuff. Um, but they need to do that. This is going to run off on our time for this question because it's, it's, it's a multi-pronged answer. Oh, yeah. I'm totally into this question. Um, and it's good because this week's topics were kind of weak anyways. <laughs> so um, we'll take a quick break here and come right back to get some more into it. 
All right, and we're back. Um, on to fucking Jim's question. And I'm so glad I convinced him to ask me a real question. Because you know what his first question was? Would you rather suck a 10-foot dick or 10 one-foot dicks? And I was like, fuck you, dude. I need a real question, bro. Well, are I was you like, answer it or not? No, Same. I'm not going to answer that shit because it's stupid. I told him, I was like, I, I was like, we had a whole goddamn segment based on his poop and pee fucking question. And I was like, no, we're done with this. You want to ask a question, you ask a real question. And then he's like, fine. Take all the fun out of it. <laughs> fucking dick bag. You know you love him still. Yeah, I do. Jabroni Jim. Jabroni Jim. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I call him. Um, before I continue and like just absorb all the floor space, is there anything that you see... As an outsider, you know, who's who's not necessarily one that's tuned into the programming every week, is there anything that you see that, like, is a... Because, obviously, WWE has been around for years mm. and years. And they've had a system put in place long ago to be able to get this uh, fan base installed and have that fan base rooted in to where... It's not just one generation, but another and another, you know, like my dad watched wrestling. I watched wrestling and then now Evelyn watches it, you know, and she prefers WWE over AEW, but that's more or less because of the violence meter, you know, in the, in the blood and everything. Um, poor kid, (laughs) like her first real, like focused match was that fucking Lucha Bros match. And oh, uh, Young Bucks, God, the cage match that was so fucking awesome. That'll oh, that's I'm gonna have to make a video one day where it's like top ten matches, you know. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna throw, yeah. Whew. But okay, so back to you. <laughs> yeah, back to you. Is there anything that you see that AEW can do to garner more of a mainstream base? So, being someone that's kind of like foot in, foot out type mm-hmm. thing. Because, you know, I'm here for, like, some of the pay-per-views and all that. Yeah. I don't really watch, like, the, the the actual TV episodes and all that. Yeah, you've come over for, like, a few Wednesday nights. Maybe yeah. nothing more, you know. Um, One thing that I feel like they should probably do is, like you said, they have a bloated roster. Yeah. Oh, I think she's watching a movie or something. Oh, I farted. <laughs> I, I could hear that through the mic. <laughs> that was a good fart. All right, so they have, like you said, they have a bloated roster, right? Yeah, a little blood of myself. (laughs) (laughs) What they should probably do is split off and have another day for, you know, half the roster do one day, the other half the other day. Well, that's a fantastic idea, but they do have Rampage every Friday. So they, it, do, they, do they use that same roster? Well, they do. Okay, so they do it like this. Mm-hmm. You got two hours on Wednesday, one hour on Friday. Mm-hmm. The one hour on Friday, sometimes I feel like, God damn, you could really use another hour on this program. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, one hour, they shove in so much in that one hour that when it's over, you're like, oh, damn, that's it? I want more. So it's great, right, in that sense, because you want to like, Lead up to the tease, lead, 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 lead. Boom, tease, done, over. Now you got to wait till Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, that was awesome. 
but this is going to kind of bleed into one of my other points. But for example, you don't really see Jade Cargill on Dynamite. You really see her on Rampage. So there are some selective people that you do see on one show versus the other. But it's not like SmackDown and Raw, where they're two completely separate rosters. Okay. Well, well, that's one thing they should probably do, you know? Because if, if they're gonna if they're gonna have that second day extended for the full two hours, mm-hmm. you know that way they can get everybody or at least as much people as they can exposed. Yeah, because they're one they're gonna get you know Chris Jericho old, exposed. Old, oh God, <laughs> they're gonna get old school you know fans be like, hey, you know, they have some old school you know wrestlers that I know. Yeah, we go check it out, and then new school talent exposed. So you know people are like, hey, you know. This is something new I haven't witnessed before. Yeah. Let me check it out. Two, they need to, um, like, like, first they need to get past their growing pains. Because right now they're reaching that point where they've kind of grown pretty big pretty quickly. Yeah, and I think a lot of talent within the company is now, like, kind of swollen egos, so to speak. Yeah, so, you know, they got to get everything in check first. They yeah. got to get past that growing pains. Once they can get get past that, un, no, no, they're not gonna get past it on skates because shit's gonna happen. As we saw with the fallout from All Out. Mm-hmm. Refer- gonna reference our episode in season one. <laughs> they first gotta get past that. Yeah. Once they get past that, they can focus more on like, you know, promo- promoting themselves outside of just you know, their regularly you know like, I don't, I don't know how they promote themselves, you know like. Do how do they do they commercials or something? They do yeah, like quick commercials, you know, like thirty second commercial or whatever on TBS or TNT, you know, which works out well because TBS and TNT do a lot of basketball and uh, baseball um, games. Mm-hmm. They don't get any of the NFL games, which sucks, but they do get like major league baseball and um, and whatnot games. So what? you'll see an advert in the middle of that, or they'll have wrestlers go to baseball games that are on the network at that time, throw the first pitch or whatever. Well, they should reach out to more medias other than just those. Yeah. I understand it's supposed to be a sports-style league, if you Mm -hmm. want to put it that way. But they should put themselves out there, you know, like, like, go to, like, you know, gaming conventions or something. Well, they do. I I will say, God damn it, I feel like I'm just defending everything that you're saying against. But... It's also because you're not totally aware of everything. Of everything, either. yeah. So, like, dude, they're like Britt Baker, Adam Cole, like Sting. They'll always go to like all these comic cons or other gaming conventions, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, like Midwest Gaming Classic, like all these, all these conventions. Mm-hmm. They're never fucking here though in Arizona because Arizona fucking sucks when it comes to this shit. But um, they do. You'll see them on fucking. Rampage on a Friday night, and on Saturday they're at the convention doing autographs and shit. See, then that's see, then they already know what they're doing. Right yeah. now, it's just they got to get past the first few years. That's all it really is, you know, because yeah. it's gonna take them a while to you know really spread out their influence. Right. Because like you said, it's only three years old. Yeah. That's that's like that's more than an infant. You know, that's like it's still company wise. That's super duper fucking fresh. Yeah. I do agree. I think people just, like, have the craziest expectations for them. 
because I've never seen comparisons drawn or expectations being held like AEWs. Because people are like, on the internet, dude, it is just crazy because people will hold AEW like they're supposed to be Jesus Christ himself. Like the savior of wrestling, shit like that, you know? Well, that comes from probably two things I can think of. One, stagnation and other, um, you know, in the in competition. Yeah. And two, they, they fucking hit, the, you know, the platform that hard. Yeah. Like they did, they were just that good. Yeah. Like get go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, I think, in so, my opinion, when I watch WWE, because I will turn it on. But goddamn, is it a fucking chore to watch matches? <laughs> because AEW, in my opinion, had absorbed what was great from New Japan mm-hmm. and Ring of Honor and other indie promos, blended it into their fucking style, and just set the bar so fucking high. It really, what it boils down to when you talk to people about this kind of shit is like, okay, look at. You watch WWE for the storytelling and production value, and you watch AEW for the wrestling and the violence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, that's really, I think, what it is. Um, because, bro, I will watch a WWE match on SmackDown. I don't bother with the fucking NXT garbage, <laughs> but I will watch, like, SmackDown on a Friday. Um, I will never watch a full episode of Raw ever again in my life because I did that for weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and then i was like this is a fucking three-hour show on a monday night oh jeez! you're asking me to watch three hours of programming here an hour or two of programming on nxt and then another two hours of fucking smackdown a week i can't give you that much of me you know and then at that point too like when we had my house raw was like at its all-time worst And I was like, I am done giving three hours of my fucking life that I will never get back by sitting on the fucking couch watching this garbage. I will never do this ever again. (laughs) So, like, I don't bother to watch Raw. I will watch Simon Miller's Ups and Downs for Raw and SmackDown. I'll turn on. Because there's just something special about watching professional wrestling on a Friday night. I don't know what it is. Maybe it takes me back to, like, an old school era. You know, like, I told Brittany, I was like, you know, I really miss watching pro wrestling, like, on the weekend. It used to be on the weekend regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Saturday night main event. You know, and it's like, damn. It's like a bygone era. And I think, if anything, because I remember when SmackDown got moved from a Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday to Friday. When it moved from one from USA Network to, to Fox. It was a big deal. Fox, you know, bought the rights to it, whatever. is a huge deal. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, and I was like, that's fucking awesome. And I was there for it day one. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever the anniversary for it comes around, you know, Facebook memories or whatever will pop up and you'll show me my post. Because to me, like, watching it, like, at that time is, like, fucking awesome. It's, it just reminds me of, like, good times, right? I don't know what it is. But it's, like, end of the week. You know, you don't have any responsibility this weekend other than to just be do whatever you want to do. You're a grown-up, right? But the one thing you can depend on is kicking your boots off, sitting down on the couch, eating the slice of pizza, having a beer, and you got pro wrestling on. 
That's fucking. That sounds like a great night to me. After SmackDown, you, you you know you turn on the switch like we did last night, or was it two nights ago? Then you turn on the switch, whatever. You have a good time after that, and then you turn on fucking Rampage right after that, and it's like even more pro wrestling. Whatever, cool. But um, where are we going? I just got all nostalgic for a second. I don't know what we were talking about. The I guess okay. When you were talking about the AEW roster split, mm-hmm. it is happening. But what I th- because of they have Rampage right on Fridays. But what sucks about Rampage on Fridays is it's at ten o'clock at night. Mm. Nobody watches at ten o'clock at night, and you see you see the the ratings for it like every Monday, and it's like point four, whatever like. So it's like not even half a million people are watching it on Friday night. Oh. So they need to change up the, the time. But see, that's the other problem. Yeah. You go any earlier, you're running into SmackDown's time. Now you're purposefully going head-to-head in direct competition instead of being indirect competition. Because before it's like, you live here, I live here. Cool. You stay on your side of the fence, I stay on mine. Then all of a sudden you fucking move, you know, you knock down the fence and it's like, hey, I guess we live on the same plot of land now. Eventually it's got to happen though. Yeah. I mean, you know what's funny is the week before AEW premiered ever, Mm. WWE moved NXT to Wednesday night. So they purposely moved they it? purposefully moved it a week before, so you would see one episode of NXT and get invested in that new time slot to create a new habit of watching it that that time every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But AEW smashed it out of the water. You know, Triple H is all well. It doesn't really matter too much because that was our development program and blah 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 blah. Well, it's like, well, really, that's that's funny, Trips, because you always said that was an equivalent brand to Raw and SmackDown, <laughs> and now you're saying, oh, it's just development. Um, but I I really do think they need to do something about that time slot. They do, you know. I mean, but first they gotta get past their growing pains before they can, you know, really think about time slots just yet. You know. Yeah. They, they can eventually move it up. And what they can do is, like, if they split their, their roster, you know, one, you know, mm-hmm. have the people swap days every so often, you know. Uh, some yeah. groups uh, show up on Wednesdays, another group on Fridays. Yeah. And then every so often swap them. It, what also sucks, too, is, like, they have, like, Ring of Honor shenanigans going on during AEW programming mm-hmm. because they haven't found really, like, a real solid plan yet for Ring of Honor. It doesn't have its own TV deal yet, so it's not its own independent show. I think once that happens, and they kind of take some of that bloat out, it'd be nice to focus on AEW stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, what's going on is that they're suffering from success. Yeah. They really are. The thing is, they were too successful too fast. No, for real. No, no, no. Yeah, I was just, as soon as you said too fast, I was like, too furious. Family. Yeah, (laughs) family. But, um, yeah, dude. So, like, when it all comes down to everything, you know, I think it's women, you got to take the women's division more seriously. Mm -hmm. 
you've got to do something about, you know, the growing pains and you've got to do something about the time slot for your second show before it just becomes like non-existent anymore. And I think if anything, the third thing or the fourth thing really is stop running the same cities over and over again. Branch out. Yeah. Branch the fuck out. Like ticket sales for Chicago last week were like the lowest they ever been. But it's like you were just in Chicago two weeks ago. How are you going to expect? Like you're you're oversaturating a market. Uh-huh. You know, like oh, yeah. if AEW came to Tucson like two weeks out of the month, I'd be like, bro, I can only make it once. Yeah. You know, and after a while, you're going to run out of the fucking audience. You're going to run them dry. Uh-huh. You know, I really do think I don't and I don't know why. They're predominantly on the East Coast. I understand, you know, they're based in Florida. But guess what? So is WWE. You know, and they're a large company. You're a large company. You're not on their scale, right? But, like, you've made it to Canada. Come down to Arizona. Come down to Oregon. Come down to California, to to Texas. You know, like, yeah. Like, I know. It just, it, it irritates me. Because Britney is always looking on their schedule online. Are they coming to Arizona? Are they? And it's like, no. Like, they came down to SoCal one time. But who's going to be able to fucking go to there? But then they fucking jetted back to the East Coast. And it's like, why? Branch out. Stop going to Chicago. That's not the only city on the fucking planet. You know, stop going to Philly. You ran them dry too. Like, Go to markets that you haven't tapped into yet. It might be a success. It might not be. But guess what? You fucking learned from it. And at least you tried to tap in. Yeah. And the thing is, that's how you, that's another great way to reach out to new Mm -hmm. people. Maybe it'll get me fucking new figures at the target that I shop at. You know, instead of like, bro, sorry, I I tapped on the fucking table and it's all (laughs) boom. Um, I've gone to Target in the last two weeks, the same Target. The AEW figures have not changed. They have not. I, I bought two. Okay. I bought two. Mm-hmm. I bought Orange Cassidy and Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Well, they replaced it with a duplicate of one guy named Trent. So now there's three Trent figures. One Chris Statlander, one Brian Cage. And one, um, Chuck Taylor. Trent, Chuck Taylor, and, uh, Chris Statlander are all part of, like, the same group that Orange Cassidy is, the best friends. Sure, I could buy them. But they're not, they're not necessarily the ones I'm after. Like, where's my Sting? Where's my Jericho? You know, like, maybe if you come down here, get the population down here a little bit more aware of what AEW is then maybe they can also influence your market within the stores, uh, the storefronts themselves. Which, I mean, because merch is also a big way of reaching out to people as well. Yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, I I've, I've used to watch wrestling. Or, yeah. oh, you know, my kid's into wrestling. This do you, you want to know how unaware the Arizona market is of AEW? I wore an AEW, just a regular AEW branded shirt, mm-hmm. you know, the, the black, white, and gold. To Game On Expo on the last day. And you know how many times people ask me what my position is within the company? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like it happened a lot that Sunday. Some people even ask me, so are you a wrestler with AEW? Like, I've heard of the company, but like... Shit, they should pay, pay you to promote AEW well, here. Dude, no. I mean, just fucking get me fully trained up. Finish my training, <laughs> you know? But um, that's like how, like, if you're not like a hardcore, again, back to Jim's question. If you're not a hardcore, how are you going to fucking know? Yeah. Because down here, all you're really going to, all the people that know about AEW is probably just the hardcore audience. Yeah. I think that's what, yeah, I think that's what you got to do to change it up. Focus on the women's wrestling because it's going to get more of a different audience, uh, aka female audience. Push the heels group as well. Let it be known like, hey, we have an online community just for women who are into wrestling. Because we acknowledge, just like gaming, there can be issues with fucking men and women in this space. Yeah. Right? Do something about the growing pains and time slot, and then branch out with your fucking markets when you travel. Mm-hmm. Damn, Jim. That's a fucking good question. Really good question. Way better than sucking cocks and dicks. <laughs> yeah. All right. If there was 99 dicks on the wall. God. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and read Brian's question. All right. Who would you do? Uh, who would you do better against, Jason or Freddie? Uh, I don't know, dude. I'd probably have to say Freddie because I have like nightmares on the frequent. I would say Freddie too because I rarely have dreams, and when I do, they're pretty tame. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that you say that, um, this is the last episode, guys. It's been a real one. <laughs> Next week's going to be R.I.P. Josh died in his sleep. Nah. Um, yeah, probably Freddy, just because, like, I do have a lot of nightmares. And I think it just wouldn't be anything new. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Jason's, like, immortal. Yeah, there's nothing you can do against him. Yeah, I mean, you I've seen him drown, get lit on fire, blown up. Nothing stops him. Still comes back, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen people end Freddy for a while at least. Oh yeah. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> so anyways, thanks for, thanks you uh thanks you for that. And we're bringing it back to wrestling. Cody asks um what are your thoughts on blading in wrestling? Obviously, it's good that it's banned. Are you familiar with blading? Isn't that where, um, like, if they take a hit or something, they kind of like... Yeah, so basically, like, the know. blades we use at work... Yeah, they'll, they'll cut themselves they would, to make yeah. it look like, you know, they got hit hard enough yeah. for blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot of old school dudes who have like scars across their foreheads and you see it, it just looks like fucking raisin skin. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think blading is, is really stupid. It's really just an old school term or like an old school means of, um, upping the ante, upping the ante and like kind of getting the match over to the crowd, mm-hmm. you know? I, and I mean, fuck dude, like guys like stone cold, triple H, the rock, even all these guys used to do it. Up until the uh, Ruthless Aggression era, which would be like when John Cena made his debut, mm. which still blows my mind. It was like 20, 2004. Damn, really? Yeah, it's like that long ago. Whew. But um, I think blading is stupid. You know, 
I think when you look back at pro wrestling in its history, it did start out very carny like. Yeah. You know, but then as it progressed and you see the different regions, not just within the US, but within like Japan and stuff like Japan took it, still takes it to this day like ultra serious. Yeah. Like, God, I, I hope whenever I become a fucking pro wrestler that I get the fuck over in Japan. <laughs> because I will be like, that's when I know, like, I hit it. I fucking hit it. Like, this is life, boys. You know what I mean? Um, they just take it so much serious and so much different over there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, during a match, the crowd would be all fucking silent. Well, crazy shit's popping. But as soon as they see, like, a good spot, they all clap and shit, you know? And they don't need blading. You know what I mean? No. Um, so you don't need blood for a match to be good. Yeah, and I think that's where it like got abused. Where it like it was like, look at this wow factor. All of a sudden, somebody's bleeding. Whoa, wow, you know. And honestly, it uh, what I feel like bleeding does is it desensitizes people to it. Yeah. The thing is, if a match is good, it's good. Mm-hmm. You don't need the blood. But if there there just so happens to be blood, yeah. It, for those rare occasions where it does happen, it mm-hmm. ups it by a lot. Yeah. But the thing is, if you up it by a lot all the time, you're just going to be like, oh. Right. You know. Now, I do see, and I always thought this too, like, when I kind of fell out of it and then got back into it, I'm like, why aren't these dudes fucking bleeding if they're taking all these crazy fucking shots from each other? Mm-hmm. I can turn on Ultimate Fighting Championship, see a guy get punched once, and his nose starts to bleed. Mm-hmm. So I understand, like, the realism factor. You know, but that's what I appreciate about um, AEW is motherfuckers get hit and you you see them fucking bleed. You see, Britt Baker's nose has been broken twice. Pouring blood. You know, she's out right now with a broken nose. But, like, guess what? That's pro wrestling, not sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think blading is stupid. I always thought it was stupid when I told when I was told about blading when I was a kid. Um, we were watching a WCW tape, or it might have been fucking Nitro, like live, I don't remember. Um, I was told by like the neighbor kids that we were at, and I was like, what? They they purposefully cut themselves with a razor blade? No, that's not real. That's not true. And I come to find out, it was like, sure the fuck was? Yeah. It's like, it's so stupid. Like, bro. One, like, wrong cut deep enough or whatever. All right. You're out for the match. Yeah, off to the hospital. Mm-hmm. If you can make it while you're not, you know, hopefully you don't gush out the rest of your supply. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's just stupid. It really is. Yeah. Like, there's no point. Especially nowadays, too, with, like, how entertaining matches are and how, like, that's that's again like I know we're short on time here for the Q and A, but like that's the difference between the wrestling in WWE and AEW. Mm-hmm. It's like you see guys go fucking crazy in AEW, but you see the realistic, you see the real results. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you watch a match in WWE, and they're they're punching. I say that with quotations. They're punching each other or elbowing each other in the face. 
and there's yeah. not one bruise or red mark or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, no, an ADW oh. is like uh, the two slaps, yeah, two chops, and they're fucking purple already. Yeah, but it's not even the, and like that's, I think even even using like chops is almost like an easy out, right? Because anyone can do a chop, and it's like, oh shit, right? But like in AEW, when you see the fucking them just squaring off in the ring and bam, bam, bam with the elbows mm. to each other, right? They're not just like throwing the elbow to the top of the chest. They're hitting each other with the elbows and forearms on the fucking jawbone. Like yeah. you see it all the time, you know, or like you see a dude take a fucking kick to the face when he's on his knees. Like it's all real, mm-hmm. you know, the only thing that's fixed is the finish. <sighs> so I don't know. Yeah. Blading is stupid. Thank you for your question, Cody. <sighs> We'll be back with a, we'll do like a topic or two. All right. That was almost like a, uh uh-oh, all Q&A number two. (laughs) Drive-ins kind of made a comeback during COVID. They were like pop-up drive-ins. But, you know, after that, they kind of went away. That's kind of lame. Yeah, I remember there used to be one in the uh, Oro Valley Marketplace, mm-hmm. like every Friday or Thursday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're back with some topics. So, I think the biggest one we got to talk about tonight, uh, reported from Cheap Ass Gamer on <laughs> on Twitter. This is a real site. They're pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> Google is shutting down their Stadia program. And they are refunding completely for people who bought stuff through Stadia. Damn, did it really tank that bad? Yeah, apparently it's shutting down next, like, January of next year. And, like, that's it. That kind of sucks. I mean, like, I never got into it. Jim has one sealed. The controller's sealed, yeah. Wow. Dude, like, in the future, that's going to be worth a lot. I don't know why, though, because, like, you can't... It's just a controller. Like, you can't do anything with it, right? Hey, stuff like that in the future, it, that whole nostalgia factor hits. Well, I mean, that would be like an like saying, I have a, a Ouya. Do you, you remember what that is? Mm-mm. It's like a like a Steam Deck. You know what a Steam Deck is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like that. Like, oh, I have a Steam Deck sealed. Well, the thing is, it's like, it's from Google. It's a major company. You know, in the future, people who are very into niche stuff like that, they're going to be like, oh, that's for them. I can see, like, one being, like, flaunted in, like, a video game museum. But, like, other than that, it's like, if you can't do anything with it, you can't do anything with it. True. Like, there's um, a game called EverQuest Online Mm -hmm. for the PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. I've seen, like, five copies of it at Bookman's. All for like a dollar. But I'm like, guess what? I'm not going to buy it because I literally cannot do anything with this game. Because it has to be online. Yeah. The servers are shut down. You know, like I literally cannot do anything with it. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Like what? Like, I know it's. (laughs) (laughs) And there's not too many implications with it, but at the same time, the small amount of implications with it means that. It's hard for a new company to get into the gaming market like that. You know what I mean? Because right now it's like Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. Yeah. You know, it, 
it's kind of hard for a new company to really push in and push a product. It's going to. So you don't rely on new companies. You know what I'm talking about? Sega. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Sega would never make a comeback. But yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, no, that's that's the implication to it. And then what sucks is that like if, if you know, and it seems like it could be heading in the direction. If, yeah. You know, the gaming market doesn't improve. Like if a you know gaming slowly dies out, and it just kind of sticks with like. The big three. Big three. If one of them dies out, it's gonna be hard for another company to really come in and take over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, too, I don't think Google really thought this one through. And this isn't like something new that Google does where they bring out a product, flaunt it like a motherfucker, and then drop support for it like two years later. Like, look at the, remember the Google lenses? Yeah. What the fuck happened to that? It's gone. No one uses that shit. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Um. So... The other thing too, like like I was getting to, is not everyone had access to the means to utilize Stadia. True. Like you got motherfuckers in Wisconsin who like live on the fucking farm. What are they gonna play? Are they gonna play their fucking, you know, Nintendo? <laughs> or are they gonna get on the good old computer and play damn Stadias? <laughs> well, I tell you what. We don't have no internets here, boy. True. Why don't you get on that old Atari? <laughs> you don't need the interwebs for that, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go milk me a cow. <laughs> Dude, that was so good. If you could hear what I heard right now, oh, that is so good. I fucking pictured myself with a straw hat and fucking overalls. Oh my god. That was so good. Disney hire me for voiceover. Anyways, yeah, dude. Like, I just. It was like the big kerfuffle when Xbox. um, I think it was when they came out with Xbox One. They were like, this is going to be an online only console. Yeah. And then people flipped their shit, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody flipped their shit necessarily, like, through a fit. Right? When Google was like, hey, guess what? We have an online clouding game system, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You don't need a system. You just need a controller. Um, <clears throat> nobody like was like up in arms about it, but people were like, okay, good luck. Not everyone has that kind of fucking internet. Yeah. Like, downloading three games is going to cost me my fucking data limit for the month. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. I don't even have all of that. Like, for instance, I have Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. And then we stream our cable, mm-hmm. right? And we watch YouTube and, and whatever. I had to upgrade to unlimited um, data for my internet service. Just to be able to handle all that. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be able to afford that. Yeah. And like, it's not like I'm on Game Pass all the time downloading like every fucking game in the library. The you know what I mean? Games are fucking massive now. Yes. Yeah. If like... And, like, that's what sucks, too, bro. Like, you turn on your Xbox, and then all of a sudden, you have, like, automatic updates on for Call of Duty. There goes your data limit. Bro, your console's fucking fried. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Kentucky Fried Retarded because, <laughs> because like, you're just 150 gigs, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, when it comes down to it, I'm not surprised Stadia didn't last. I just, I am surprised it lasted as long. True, true. You had a point. Yeah. You have a point. Did you ever use the controller or see one? Actually, you know what? No, not a thing about it. I don't think I have. Yeah, I've never seen one in person. Hmm. Yeah, I never knew one person who had one, aside Jim. But, again, he lives in Philly and had it sealed, so it doesn't really matter either which way. Yeah. It looked like um like a third-party pro controller for the Switch. Hmm. You ever see it? The Stadia controller? No. That, look, that sounds weird. Here, look like a this. That does look like a switch. Controller. It just looks like a cheap knockoff. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, I do think it is, however, pretty honorable that they're issuing refunds. Oh yeah, that's because since the service is going down, there's no way you're going to be able to play those games that you had. Oh yeah, no. But that fucking sucks for people who like invested into because they had like Assassin's Creed games on there. Dude, like, you telling me I gotta fucking start this shit all over again on a console I may or may not have? Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever. That's unfortunate. It is. It's unfortunate. And the thing is, like, it sucks for people who, like, you know... I said like, fart in that. I said unfortunate. Oh, God. <laughs> like, it, it sucks for people who, like, that's like, let's say, that was their first system ever. Yeah. Like, that's all they could really afford. Yeah. At the time. Sucks for people like that. Mm -hmm. Well, RIP to the Stadia, and uh, also RIP to Coolio. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that one kind of hit hard, dude. It came out of nowhere, too. Yeah, and apparently his death was just like a total fucking happening of life. Like, he was just chilling, visiting a friend's house, went to the bathroom... And didn't come out. And it was not drug related or any any alcohol related. It just time to go. Damn. Yeah. Off to the gangsta's paradise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I for real though, like Coolio was like one of the rappers that my parents would let me listen to, like growing up, because oh. he was on the he he did the opening song for Cannon and Kel, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wrote that shit and was on that. It's like Nickelodeon, right? And then he also, like, guest starred on their show and all that. And then he had uh, that song, One, Two, Three, Four. Uh, get your woman on the floor. Gotta get up to get down. Gotta get up to get down. I don't think I've heard that one. Oh, shit, dude. It's a good one. Then he had Fantastic Voyage. Come on and ride on the. Fantastic board slide, slippity slide, and down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then, of course, Gangsta's Paradise. Of course. Which also, like, made... Oh, God damn, what was that movie it was on? Oh, it made... The, that was, like, his one and only Grammy he ever won. Um, But it also... It was, like, Deadly Minds or something like that. That was on. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that on there because, like, he did live pretty long. It was, like, 59. You know, almost... But it's still fairly short when you really think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to imagine, like, that lifestyle just probably caught up to him physically. 
yeah drugs and partying and, and everything like that you know hey, he may not have been into it now but yeah past decisions really do yeah it comes back it haunts you mm-hmm. you know um so yeah just want to r.i.p for all those um coolio fans coolio fans and 90s kids out there who you know love the oh here it goes and then the you know king and kel song starts <laughs> Cruising down the Universal Studios strip. But, um, yeah, R.I.P. to Coolio. We lost a real one this week, and it sucks. You know, it's a piece of childhood right there, you know, and he was a cool dude. From what I heard, man, he was always, like, just a really nice guy. There was never, like, any ego or um, uh, bullshittery about him. Hmm. You know, I mean, when you have a guy like him who goes from, like, Gangsta's Paradise to being able to make fun of himself in his own music and be willing to write an entire song for a Nickelodeon show for some kids. Like you gotta, you gotta know that that guy deep down is like a very respectable yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on into other news into movie news, actually uh, it's uh, provided by comicbook.com this past Thursday. Marvel is making major changes to Armor Wars, turning the Disney Plus series into a movie instead. So Armor Wars was slated to be a Disney Plus Marvel show with Don Cheadle returning as uh, Rhodey? Rhodes? Um, War Machine. Oh. Yeah. And the, the whole comic story of Armor Wars is basically Stark industry tech. Getting into the hands of the wrong people. Hence, Armor Wars. Kind of like uh, the first movie and uh, third movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess much more dire. Yeah. And it was going to be like a six-episode show. Um, but now, all of a sudden, Disney's like, Psych! We're going to make it a movie. And this is after they had comic book, or, or comic book, comic book convention. Uh, Comic-Con <laughs> and D23, which is their, like, you know, Comic-Con of its own. Mm-hmm. So they've announced this after that. And I'm, like, really surprised because during Comic-Con and D23, there was no talks about Armor Wars. Huh. They showed, like, the timelines. You know how they do when they're like, oh, these are the movies that are coming out. There was a bunch of blank spaces that they weren't allowed or willing to talk about yet. <clears throat> but there's no mention of Armor Wars. And oh. the last years or two years ago, it was there. And now it's not. But now, instead of a show, uh, it's a movie. Huh. I think that's a, I think that's a better way to go. I think these Disney Plus shows are proving to be rather tiresome. Yeah. Bro, like, She-Hulk sucks. I watch it every week. I don't want any one of you fucking... You know, feminists out there being like, oh, Nick's just saying that because he's a, he's a fucking bro dude or this or that. No, I give it its fair fucking viewing every week. And I watch till the last credit rolls to make sure I don't miss anything because there could be a post credits this or that. I deal with all the fucking reverse misogyny <laughs> and everything, you know, and, and whatever. And, and like, that's the thing, too. I just want to, like, throw this out there. The way to garner a male audience is not by bashing them. Yeah, exactly. That is not the way to get a positive male audience. 
Yeah. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave it like that. You know, like, I'm just going to leave it like that. I still watch it every week, no matter how many times She-Hulk tells me how horrible men are in the world. Still watch it. There's only one more episode left. Apparently, Daredevil's supposed to show up. I'm a... I'm like, he's just going to show up in the last, like, half second, isn't he? He's just going to show up, like, as some, like... It's gonna be Ryan real quick. No, no, no. Like in the pre, in the in the the trailer for the whole show before the show aired, um, it showed him like jumping on a bridge or something like that with She Hulk on the bridge. Oh, you think he's gonna be like some major moment at the very end of the show? He'll jump in, what, and then cut. I think it's gonna be like that. The only thing they've showed of him so far is um this one like black arm or what is it black market arms dude he like makes uh superhero costumes for people mm-hmm. right and other shit so he made her stuff and in one of the clips you know like the rounded hat boxes was the uh, daredevil mask mm-hmm. and he yelled at his assistant from afar like come on i thought we talked about this what happened to client you know privacy and it was the Daredevil mask. So you're like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Like, instead of him actually appearing, it's just going to be a tease. At- yeah. But um, I do think he'll probably, like, jump onto the bridge, maybe say a line or two, and then that'd be that. See, but that's such an overused thing. I hate point. that shit. I just call it the drop-in tease. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It is literally a drop-in tease. But, yeah, going back to Armor Wars, I think it's... uh. When you have something like as big as like the actor Don Cheadle, he's a pretty big actor. Oh yeah, right. You know, and now that Tony Stark is gone, you really don't have someone in the suit. You do have another character by the name of Riri Williams, who is Ironheart, which is a young girl who follows the footsteps of Tony Stark mm-hmm. and becomes her own Iron Man, so to speak, Ironheart. Mm-hmm. Iron Woman, whatever. Um, she's supposed to make her debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. But okay. I think that might fill one gap, right? You still have this other gap, which is like, okay, cool. So, like, we've, like, Tony Stark was close with, like, Spider Man and fucking Rhodey, you know, like, and Happy Hogan. Like, Two of those people are out of the picture. Yeah, you know nobody know nobody knows who Spider Man is right now, right? Uh-huh. And Happy Hogan's off fucking around. Who probably will pop up in Armor Wars? Um, but I think it's a smart move to make it to a, a movie, just because it's going to be like on a bigger, grander scale. You've got more visual effects that are going to take place, mm-hmm. and I think She Hulk has really shown people like Marvel TV really needs help in their um visual effects department department oh yeah yeah but that's really also marvel's fault like they they keep rushing these fucking big giant projects out on them they're, they're and spreading to... themselves thin yeah that's what i was just about to say they're spreading themselves thin mm-hmm. i mean the working conditions i've heard of these visual effects artists is like ridiculous you know like 15 hour days and shit oh god yeah you know, like, it's pretty, pretty sad. But uh, we'll just close it off here with uh, some other movie news. 
apparently there's a new American Pie movie in the works that will reportedly try to offer a fresh take on the series. That's never a good sign. This was reported by IGN, updated September 30th, 2022 at 9.55 in the morning. Um, yeah, so apparently it sounds like it's, it's being written by a woman and is, um, sounds like it's going to be more of like a contemporary reboot. That's all, that already doesn't sound good. And so it's not even it's, the fact that it's, you know, written by a woman, but the fact that it's written by a woman in these times. Yeah. It's just the fact that she's, it's written yeah. by a woman in these times. Yeah. And um, here's here's the thing with this. I'm going to keep it very, very brief. American Pie is supposed to be gross out, dirty, vulgar, completely inappropriate humor. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it, but that's not allowed anymore unless it's written by liberals. On the right. And the thing is, like, people misunderstand the fucking comedy in that. They're making fun mm-hmm. of, they're literally making fun of dudes for being that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're making fun of horny teenagers for exactly. being horny teenagers. Exactly. Yeah. And showing you the very real, but also very funny. Because it's over-exaggerated yeah. tactics. You know, a horny young teenager would go through. Yeah, like... You know, like, having sex with a pie. You or, know? The, or the fucking, like, the, the super glue situation. Oh, wasn't that number two? Or was that number one? I think it was number two. Because I remember that had the smooth criminal cover from Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> When the cops like show up and he's like on the on the ceiling of the house, yeah. or not ceiling the yeah the house, yeah, it's like Ow! yeah, they're like put your hands up, <laughs> put hand up. <laughs> yeah, oh god, yeah, that, yeah, that was fucking funny. But see, ah, bro, that's like what sucks is like it's <sighs> different strokes for different fro- folks. Like we'll <laughs> just we'll just say it like that because. We grew up in a time where it was okay to laugh at this stuff and not take it literally. Yeah, I know. And I think, like, that's the problem with today's society is you want to make a raunchy comedy or whatever about dudes making a vow to get laid before they get grad before they graduate Mm -hmm. is a crime. But you've got, you know, movies like. Have you seen? Have you heard of the movie Bros? Mm-mm. It's a raunchy gay comedy that just hit movie theaters. Jeez. And in the previews, they talk about one guy having sex with a sixty-five-year-old man, calling him Dumbledore on steroids. And that's in the previews that they show on TV. That's something that you should hold off in, like, for the actual movie, right? But that's also something that I don't think if you're not going to be okay with. Homeboys, you know, trying to have sex with their girlfriends. Like, which is a completely normal thing. Yeah. Like, before they graduate, then then don't do that as well. Because it's it's both sides of the coin. Like, play fair, right? Yeah. 
you know. And I'm pretty sure, like, the worst part about all of it, let's say, this is just say, you know, they play into that double standard, whatever. Sure. You know, it's still the raunchy comedy part of it. Mm-hmm. It's happened before. It's fine. Yeah. Just, you know, like you said, just don't have that double standard. Fucking let both sides play it. Oh, yeah. But the thing that I know that they're going to fucking do is make it fucking political. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And it sucks because it's supposed to be a... It, it's supposed to be a comedy. Everything's fucking political nowadays. Thanks, Obama. I'm saying it. Ever since Obama got fucking elected, bro, everything's been fucking political and politically correct and this and that. I know. Dude, and it's like, what happened to your fucking sense of humor, people? Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened to your sense of humor? Exactly. I am... I'm more upset about them wanting to reboot it or whatever than I am about them ruining American Reunion's perfect send-off for the fucking franchise. You know what I mean? Like, American Reunion came out in 2012. Perfect way to send off, you know, the cast and, and whatever. They're all, like, adults in their 30s, whatever, this and that. It's like fucking what they did with uh, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. It's fine if you want to... Snatchbusters. Snatchbusters. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, just... Yeah, no. no. That's what, you know what sucks, though? Is that nowadays you can't hear news like that and be like, oh, snap, another American Pie movie. I thought it was over. Yeah. No, now you hear it and you're like, fuck. Yeah. They're remaking it. Yeah. How are they going to fucking disney this shit? Yeah. You know, like... It's crazy, man, because, like, Angry Video Game Nerd got in so much fucking heat because he refused to watch the all-female Ghostbusters movie. That's, like, the only controversy he's ever had in his whole career on YouTube. But it got to, like, CNN, MSNBC, that this one guy on the internet refused to watch the movie. You know, and it was made like a fucking villain of it. And he's like, no, I just refuse to watch it because I don't want to watch it. That's not Ghostbusters to me, and that's not my Ghostbusters. Deal with it. Like, big fucking whoop. So doesn't make me a, a fucking, you know, uh, you know, uh, what is it, sexist or, you know, misogynist or anything. I just don't want to see it. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, look it. It'll be totally fine if... Okay, here we go. It'll be totally fine in their eyes if they flip the script and cast the boys as girls. If it was like a straight one-for-one reboot, right? It'll be totally fine. And I'm sorry, listeners, but like the liberal media will be like, oh, check this out. It's so cool and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, okay, then why were you bitching about all the other American Pie movies? Mm-hmm. And why are you why are you going backwards and reviewing them in a different time when they released and being so critically harsh on them, but it's okay for you to reboot it and do the same thing now with different gender. But the thing is like, they, like, like I said earlier, the thing is they're, they're completely missing the whole point of it. Yeah. It's poking fun. Yes. At, 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 at desperate teenage sexual tension. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally making fun of you know, like uh, for example. The biggest one uh, uh Stifler's was, mom? 
the oh, big, sweetie. This, the biggest situation that happened was um, when Robert Downey Jr. caught fire for fucking Tropic Thunder. Of all fucking movies. I'm a dude playing a man who disguised as another dude. Hey, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Yeah. The thing is, they completely fucking missed the whole point of the fucking movie. Yeah. 100%. Like, 100%. And, like, I remember watching um an interview with uh, uh Robert Downey Jr. and, um, God damn it, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan. And they're like, could you make Tropic Thunder nowadays? And Robert Downey Jr. was like, probably not. Probably not. And, you know, Jogan was like, sure you can. Fuck it. You know? (laughs) But, like, I don't know, man. Tropic Thunder, like, it was was poking. so fucking funny. Dude, Tropic Thunder, like, they poke fun of, like, a lot of different issues. Yeah. But they did it perfectly it was one of the greatest fucking comedy movies i've ever seen well and that's the thing too like the character robert downey jr was playing was an actor who was struggling with his own identity and like he was taking things too far to you know like like he yeah like the character he was playing had a problem with acknowledging who he is because he's like so deep into the meta of acting yeah you know that that movie is that's one of my all-time favorite comedy movies like that movie was perfectly survive. Done. That movie was perfectly yeah. done. What yeah. do you mean, you people? Yeah. No. What do you mean, dude? Tom Cruise was like the oh fucking best God. in that movie, dude. Like at that point, I hated Tom Cruise. Like before that point. Yeah. And then I saw that movie. I was like, Tom Cruise is fucking hilarious, dude. He was like, oh my god. When people he didn't know nailed. that was him, too. I know he nailed that fucking role. Like, to the fucking T. It was great. What is his name in that movie? Hold on. Oh, God. What was his character's name? Yeah, I know. We're at, like, one minute. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Les Grossman. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna fucking blow you away! You know, like... Oh, dude, and his fucking dance at the end? Yeah. Oh, it was the best. Oh, my God. I want to rewatch that movie. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. Well, we're running out of time here. Um, I just want to say thank you very much for listening. As always, you can find us on uh, Apple, Spotify, um, and all the other major platforms. You can follow me on YouTube at NerdyNick underscore 91 and on Instagram at NerdyNick underscore 91 and on Twitter at BuffNerd. You can find Josh deep in the sauce. I'm too deep to be found. What are you talking about? (laughs) This has been episode two of the N Squared podcast season two. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.